0: What's going on everybody? I just wanted to let you know real quick that the HyperFocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know helped me turn my ADHD into a superpower, to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years. And you're definitely going to want to head over to beyond the apex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. And what's up all you beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast today. We're continuing the series that we started a couple days ago on how to develop discipline. This is one of the most important topics. I think that, um, I have to that I've personally learned one of the most important lessons. And so hopefully it brings you a little bit of value. What we're discussing in these episodes is a six part system for developing unbreakable disciplines. So I would really highly recommend that you go back to the beginning of this six, seven part series. And go through each one of these because they kind of build and stack upon each other. And for me, discipline was truly the skill that that changed the trajectory trajectory of my life. Once I figured out how I could start making myself do the things that I didn't necessarily want to do to like move my current self towards my ideal future self, that's when things really started to improve for me. Today's lesson or the the next step in this framework is possibly the most important for me in my, my, uh, my growth, like changing how I thought about this one concept really, really fundamentally changed everything. And it's it's around the idea of accountability or authority. And so for me, when I was young, I really, I really rebelled against authority, like external authority, people telling me what to do, where to be. And, And a lot of that stemmed from this feeling of being trapped by Ritalin when I was on that from the age of six to 16. like I've shared that story a little bit but it, it made me feel like a prisoner inside my own body and so when I was given the, the option of going off that drug I, I took it because you know value, uh, for me freedom is a value that I hold in very high regard and I didn't I don't want to feel that that trapped that 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 feeling of like being a prisoner. And so I really carried that mindset forward throughout my twenties of like, nobody can tell me what to do or where to be because I'm my own man. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And it's my life. Ha ha ha. And all that. Right. But the problem was like, one, I rebelled against that external authority, which then meant I was getting fired a lot. I was getting bad grades in school. And like I had, I, had, I struggled in relationships with friendships and, and, and romantic relationships because um, nobody could really, nobody could hold me accountable. And I... It, And that that wouldn't have been a problem if if I had the ability to hold myself accountable. And see, I rebelled against external authority, but it took me a long time to understand that I was also rebelling against my own internal authority. And as Nietzsche said, he who cannot obey himself will be commanded. That is just the nature of living creatures. And this was a hard lesson to learn, to, to realize that, well, if the world can't hold me accountable, then I'm going to have to do it. And if I still cannot do it, then eventually the world will step in with ever more drastic measures. And, you know, I've shared the story of how I lost the tooth and how that was a result of just not disciplining myself. I wasn't listening to the dentist or my dad and their advice of like, you need to brush and floss and take care of your oral hygiene. And I wasn't holding myself accountable. And I thought, well, there's no consequences to this. Well, it just meant that the the universe... (laughs) as the ultimate disciplinarian eventually had to step in and say, well, okay, well, here's the consequences of your inaction, Anthony. Right. And so what really started to change in my life is, is this, is that I started to see myself as both, both the master and the slave of myself. And so here's what that means. It means first, you need to imagine yourself as two people. First is current you, and then there's the future you. And the way that I started to think about this is that current Anthony's job, his only job is to tell future Anthony what to do. And I do this through the form of time blocking or, you know, laying out my, scale, my my calendar, my schedule. And the way this works is every night before bed, I sit down and I say, what would tomorrow's perfect day look like for future Anthony? If I was to design exactly what he would do, the highest, most important tasks, what would he do tomorrow? And this works really effectively for a couple of reasons. One, when you're in the moment trying to make big, hard decisions about the the things that are going to move you forward towards your greatness in life, they tend to be on the other side of difficulty, right? Like the the things that are worth achieving never come easy. And so the the biological you or the lazy you rebels against this. And this is where the resistance is going to start appearing and trying to stop you from making that progress. So in the moment when you have to make these big, important, hard decisions, your, your mind is clouded with emotions. And emotions make it feel as though dots connect that do not. And if you let your emotions or your feelings make decisions for you, then you will always default to whatever is most easy or most convenient or most comfortable. And this is going to keep you inside your comfort zone. And we know this is a problem because no growth happens inside the comfort zone, right? We're not progressing towards our greatness. And so to, to break that, we need to find a way to make decisions or and to align our actions with our logic and not our emotions. So it does not matter how you feel about a thing. It matters what you do about the thing because the, the universe does not respond to your feelings. It responds to your actions. And so current Anthony, when he's time blocking, he's laying out and saying, what's future Anthony going to do with his time? So current me is the master. The future me is is the slave. And future me, my only job is to look at the calendar, look at the schedule at what my master, my boss, my, my past self said I should do. And it removes the emotions and the feelings of what I need to do next. And I just, I look at the calendar and I say, this is what past me said I needed to do. And I trust his judgment because his judgment was not clouded by emotion because he knew that whatever he's laying out on the calendar, he's not accountable to past me current me however you want to look at it he doesn't have to do the things right and so he doesn't feel the emotion or the resistance of like ah oh, writing that book is hard he has all the motivation still and so he can he can combine the two most powerful forces here which is the motivation plus also the logic now current me like in the, in the or rather the future me when it comes time to do this task i then just have to trust past me's judgment Okay, and so this is the framework that has served me really well: is to think of myself. You have to become both the master and the slave. And when you do, this is how you live a life by design, not by default. It's that simple, but it's also that powerful. So that is today's message, guys. I hope it serves you. I hope you got a little bit of value out of this. If it did, do me a, do me a solid. Do me a do me a real real solid. Um, first, if you ever see me in person, give me a fist bump. Thank you. Second, um, if you get a chance, just go drop a review real quick. I'd really appreciate it. That'd be super helpful as we continue to try and grow the podcast to reach more entrepreneurs, more creatives, more people that are just struggling to find their greatness. As always, guys, I appreciate you being here. I will see you back here bright and early tomorrow. Until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts and you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual, stuff like that. And that that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it.